Hi, welcome back to Lemon Island. Apologies for the poor audio, I'm currently hand-holding a mic and pop filter because all the mics are set up to record drums, so I've had to nick this one off my snare and use it for this. I say pop filter, it is the tight still. Yeah, I should invest really in a decent pop filter. Ah oh well, it does the job. So on this week's episode, I'm joined by Louis hello, from hello, the bands hello. Aria and Flowers of Evil. Hello, Unfortunately, hello. the files for his second pick of Bitches Brew by Miles Davis were corrupted. So I've lost those, which is a shame. My audio for it saved so I could post an episode of me talking to myself about jazz. So who knows, that might be coming soon. It'd be awful, but... No, it wouldn't even be funny, would it? No. But anyway, before we get into this episode, quick word from today's sponsor. What? What was that? So you're telling me of all people we could have gotten to do the advert, we chose him. No, the only option. Him? You do know we're recording, right? Wait, what do you mean? We're on live. Oh, shit. Uh, well, welcome back to the show. Um, Let's just get into the episode. God, that was a disgrace. Three, two... One. We're rolling again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So we're back with uh, the second take. Yes. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were we? Um, mm. Talk about lockdown zombies. That was it, yeah. So I have a theory that, like, whilst coronavirus is happening, people are like, there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. So mm. I've made, like, a bunker underground behind my house and that's where i'm staying now until everything like solves itself best idea yeah i mean it's i'll bring my guitar and then it's all right then because i can just (laughs) sort of like make videos and practice and stuff like that yeah um but i've been going out a bit more i've been going out a lot of like walks recently as well yeah Um, just because it well it was so nice weren't it uh it was yeah yeah, which and is then, so typical, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, I know. Right, we'll open everything up, but it's just crap weather. <laughs> and then we all have to stay home. It's just sort of beautiful. I know. It's, it's, it's the work of the Lord, I suppose. <laughs> no, the no. most English thing I could possibly think of. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so still being productive on it. And to be fair, like I have not had a bad time in lockdown, really. I've been quite lucky because I've had time to um you know like work on my yeah on my craft doing I mean, music and stuff yeah for a lot of musicians i suppose it's that break to you know focus on your instrument like especially like musicians as well absolutely i mean I, i'm lucky in the fact that like i don't have that feeling of you know if you are just like a sole musician who just literally makes money from mm. from from gigging um I don't know where it would be, like what would happen there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's gonna it's it's a tough it's a tough sort of it's a tough sort of uh place to be in really, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely but But yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. So speaking of lockdown zombies, uh your one of your picks. I think you know the one I'm referring to. Oh yes. Good good uh the transition there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to introduce it? 
Yes. So the album that you are hinting at is mm-hmm. called Zombie by Fela Kuti. Yeah. Now, this is um, an album from 1973, and it's probably the, the album that like made Afrobeat so famous. Mm. If you don't know what Afrobeat is, well, it's in the name. It's it's well, it's African music, but with like jazz and rock in there. You know, with like guitar yeah. and stuff. Uh, I, I recommend you listen to it if you want to move and you want to dance, and it's just it's just the grooviest music in the world. It is. You know? it really it's got, is. Yeah, it's got <laughs> jazz in it, and the vocals as well are just amazing in it. Um, you know, so if I ever wanted to go to this island, well, not no, I'm placed on this island. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, you are. If I'm placed on this island, I want some upbeat music to sort of make me accept where I am. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because if you're on an island and you're not expecting it, you're going to be like, well, I miss where I was before. Like, I didn't ask to go here. So I think if you put some, like, good upbeat music on and just, like, dance to it and just dance to, just dance it all away, dance the pain away. Um, That's the way to do it, yeah. Yeah, just put, put some zombie on. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else do I say about it than that? I mean, Falakuti is, like, the pioneer of, Afrobeat and yeah, the guitars, yeah. And, yeah the, the guitars in it are just very simple, you know, like just really simple stuff in there. And the beat, obviously, I'm I'm sure you've heard of Tony yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, and it, I know. So sad. Yeah, but he, he's influenced like so many young jazz drummers, um, and just just amazing drummers in general. I know, you know yeah. like 20, 25 year old, and they're all, like, there's a guy called Moses. Boyd or something like that. Um, Rings a bell. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like a neo soul drummer, and he like went to Paris um, and like got taught off Tony Allen. But he created that that funky sort of Afro mm. drum beat that is so uh, significant. And then obviously he worked with like Damon Albarn. Yeah, from yeah. Blur. With um, Good the Band the Queen. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Band the Queen. Yeah, really underrated. I think, in my opinion, I've, um, I've not listened to him that much. To be fair. I'm going to have to uh, oh, check them out a bit more. Yeah, I'll send you some links after. Yeah, nice. Um, I listened to uh, some of the festival sets. I can't remember where it was at, but that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, it's just different, I think. And he like he's playing he's playing rock beats in there as well, yeah. which is weird to hear because he he mainly just plays the um the the beat in, in most of the songs. Mm. Uh, but I, I just like it because it's it's an under talked about genre in my opinion, yeah. and it's just it's dance music. It's proper dance music from instruments not yeah, from totally. not from using electronic equipment which is great as well you know mm, yeah, of course. but i just i don't know it's that beat it's that you know the songs are like a standard like fella hooty song like 30 minutes yeah you know, it's, like, it's, it's mad in it yeah yeah it's quite a while yeah uh, loads of different rhythms going on as well like with what you're saying about the dance aspect of it there's polyrhythms all over the place <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because they'll have like the main drum kit and then they'll yeah. have the uh, some African instruments. I can't remember the, the names off the top of my head. There'll be some um, percussion section though, won't there? Like... Oh, yeah. The, well, that's what it is. It's the polyrhythm and it's funny because it makes it more rhythmical having the polyrhythms yeah, in there. Yeah, totally. So, you know, there's, there's loads of things going on. Uh, and that's how he sort of starts to, to, to write, like the way he writes songs, even though it is like 30 minutes, Mm. like tracks you know it's he always starts with the beat and the rhythm and he gets the rhythm as tight as possible yeah 
you know and that's why it always starts usually with like the guitar yeah. or the bass or yeah, the drums and then the vocals coming after and all that it's just really good because the rhythm is always strong throughout it very it's, hypnotic yeah i was gonna say it's really like repetitive hypnotic like the, the guitar lines on um mr follow follow that oh, is that oh my god that gets stuck in your head for days yeah <laughs> i remember when i first listened to it like the other year i was listening to it on uh the bus on the way to college of all places on a yeah. know, on a rainy winter morning uh, yeah man i've done it i've done it I, I was hypnotized for the rest of the day with that guitar <laughs> line. <laughs> I couldn't escape it. Yeah. As soon as I got home, stuck it That's straight I mean, back though. on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, you know, it's a good song when you can't wait to listen to it. I know, yes. Yeah. You know, and um, definitely Zombies, that album. Yeah. You know, I can stick it on any time and I will not be bored. Because it's really yeah, short as well, isn't it? Because, like, I think the original release was just the two tracks, Zombie and Mr. Follow Follow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have it on vinyl, and it's it's just Zombie and Mr. Follow Follow. Yeah. So just A and B. The, you know, the third one's great as well. I can't even remember the name of it, but that's just online, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, they just added those for streaming services, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's, um, yeah, definitely should list. Everyone should listen to that. I think that's one of the albums that everyone should listen to. Totally. Whether yeah. you like it or not, just understand it's a very... Uh, you know, at the time, it's this funny story. Like when he did that album, when he made that album, yeah, uh, it was it's like punk music, like Nigerian yeah, it pretty punk. Pretty much is, yeah, yeah. And it was against the establishment um, of the Nigerian. Uh, well, it weren't under a democracy, I don't think. No, it was the like military, weren't it? And yeah, yeah, it was like, like Fela Kuti's what a guy, yeah. one of the most interesting people in history. <laughs> He's, oh yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah, to like, read his autobiography. Not his autobiography. Yeah, uh, his biography. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he had like 27 wives and then like divorced yeah. them all. He, he married time. 27 <laughs> women in one day. <laughs> yeah, and then divorced them yeah. like the day after or something. I don't know about that. I mean, but, he, um, he was arrested 200 times as well. I've got a note. Yeah, and, and um, unfortunately, the Nigerian army, I think it was the Ghanaian army, threw his, like burnt down his studio to the ground yeah. and threw his grandmother out. That, of that the was flat. because of Zombie, I think, from what I yeah, read. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they just came and raided it all and just yeah. sort of burnt everything down and killed his grandmother, which is horrible. But yeah. that's what it was. Like, I know. Yeah. You, know, you think now it's like there's so much music out there, you know, and I don't think maybe apart from certain countries that are still quite despotic, mm. um, you know, music doesn't have an impact in that way where people will come and like raid you for saying something different. Yeah. Because you, you, know, you listen think, to it and you don't think, oh, wow, this is the most aggressive, like, politically pushing track I've ever heard. It's, like you're saying, it's a dance track, but with yeah. that underlying political message to it. Exactly. You know, and there's bands like that now, more contemporary bands, um, like, you know, like Idols, for example. Yeah. They're, that's probably the only one I can think of at the top of my head. You know, they're, like, overtly political yeah obviously in the lyrics and stuff i mean if you've got a song called mercedes marx then you know there is that <laughs> um but they're you know that people are like going you know they listen to it and stuff but if i think we're grateful now i'm grateful anyway for the how free we can write music now yeah, because you know not i don't think anyone's you know the government especially have gone to their studio and went burn it down and stuff like exactly. that because i just yeah. yeah so 
that's what I'm saying though. Like it's 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 important to understand these albums that are so uh, precious in time because now obviously everything's so sparse because we got Spotify mm. and all the other apps, um, all the other services and stuff. It's music now is so. It's almost like a landfill, which isn't a bad thing, you know, because there's always good music out there. But it's, I think it's hard to find yeah, totally. like, yeah. great new music. You have to really look for it, you know, because there is so much of it. In the right but places yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that album. It just, I like it because if I was on the island, it'd make me dance. It'd make me positive. Um, I'd feel really like at one with nature for some reason because <laughs> it's, it's like that fantastical image of just like, you know, dancing in under the trees or whatever in a forest or whatever, yeah. you know, by the, by the sea on the beach. But yeah, that's, um, that's all I've got to say for that one, really. Okay. It's just yeah. as it is. Yeah, as it is, man. Nice. And we're on again. Hello. That's weird, this, with all these uh, stops and starts. Stops and starts. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> your next choice. Well, right. So, this was an hard one, really, because the way I've sort of picked these albums are the ones that uh, I've probably listened to the most and sort of, you know, the first ones that I thought of that I think well, it definitely has had an effect on my life in yeah. a musical way, you know, actually in a creative, inspirational way. I'm just listening to it in general. And um, it's Kid A by Radiohead. Nice, um, yeah. This album, and plenty will agree, and plenty will disagree, that uh, this album, to me, is their best album. Um, not by none, because, you know, the other, the other albums are amazing, but I just think this one, to me, has just it resonates the most with me. Okay. You know? Why do you think that is? Because to me, I just think there's so much Brian Eno in there, you know? Like the Okay. Ambient. I didn't I didn't think of that. But yeah, yeah, only only undertones though. Only slight undertones, mm. but there is so much of it. I don't know, I don't know, it's like a, a contradiction, but it, there is just like the ambience to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean you know, admittedly I've never really listened to much of Radiohead, so Alright, fair Yeah. This, I, I fair. really like this album though. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> it's funny because I would not recommend this album to be your first listen. Okay, really? <laughs> yeah, I think it, because it's more of a like, you know, like, I hate this term, but you know, intelligent dance music, air quotes. Yeah, quote. I was going to say because it's, I was getting like very what records vibes from Oh, it. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's another great example. Like, I'm surprised this album wasn't on what, but it's the sort of like you sit with your headphones on and it's dark and you just sort of <laughs> shut your eyes and it's just going on again it's hypnotic yeah. you know but it's really ambient the sound is this album uh was made in 2000 and technology was obviously increasing a lot mm, yeah especially music technology so they used in that album that was a massive change in the way that they sounded for the uh later albums to come that like marked a massive milestone some say okay computer but i i, th I really think it, eh? okay um yeah so the use of like electronic um sounds on there especially like ambient sound it's like there's one song i cannot remember 
this is the name of it, but it, it's literally just the bass line that comes in, then the drums, and then there's like this massive horn section in with like this free jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you mean, but I can't think of the name. Like, no, I can't. It's one of I'm the really first terrible. few tracks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the second one. Um, I might be the third one. But yeah, they're just, and also, um, oh, what's it called? How to Disappear Completely. That song is just one of the most beautiful songs ever yeah, created. Yeah, I was, was going to say that is. Just, just the emotion on it. It's a, such an emotional listen to like a time when it was always like wintry. Like the first time I ever listened, it was like wet and rainy. Yeah. You know, I still remember that, like, which is weird. You know, do you ever have that where you sort of a certain song or a certain album reminds you of a time? Sometimes, you know? yeah. It's very rare for me, I think. I, I don't know why. Really? It has to be really specific in a way. Yeah, I, I, I get that. It's not like with every album, is it? It's no, just like it's... certain things that just do. But this is one of them. I'll, I think all three, to be fair. But this album, I remember a place in my head, like I can visualize it. Nice. Um, yeah, it's a very like, you know, if you wanted to, it's a very meditative album. It you is, know, you can yeah. Sit and ponder about things, and it just <laughs> sort of goes over your head in the most interesting way possible. Mm. Um, and obviously, I'm my favorite, one of my favorite bands, Radiohead, and Johnny Greenwood is just again one of the gods of guitar in his own way. You know, he's not technical, but at the same time, he is with his sounds and you know his giant pedal board and his array of musical knowledge and stuff. You know, yeah. the guy is amazing at his job uh tom york as well who's an underrated guitar player to be fair um just a brilliant band you know just the chemistry of that band that's why no one's changed in the band you know it's always it's always been them them guys who were doing it and yeah because i was reading this was kind of written at a time where things were a bit strained between them after the okay computer tour and stuff Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to think going before, even before OK Computer, when they released Pablo Honey, yeah. Creep was on there and Creep blew up massively, didn't it? Right. So they'd go and play like, in festivals all over the world, right, when the second album was released. Um, and when the second album was released, I can't even remember the name of that either. Jesus Christ. I can't remember. It'll come to me at some point. Um, all the radio head fans are just going to hate me now. Is it? Is it the Benz? The Benz, yeah. Is it, yeah. I'm terrible yeah, yeah. at names. Yeah, the Benz. Right, so it was the Benz tour, and people were still like, "Oh, play Creep, play Creep." And oh it, like, God, yeah. Yeah, it messed them up really because the first album was a massive success. Everything else was like living under that shadow, and it sort of messed the band up a little bit. So that I think after the Benz, which is quite a you know, there's weird things in there, but I think it's still quite a um, radio sort of friendly Tame. album to to a degree. Yeah. Whereas Kid A isn't. No, no, not by any stretch. No, no. You know, there's That's every song I like about it personally. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Every song is really different, in my opinion. Um, you know, and there's a song. There's two songs that. I, that I'm like right now figuring out which one's my favorite. Okay. I think all of them. Yeah. Because it does seem to blend into one kind of cohesive yes. piece in a way. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
I think that's how I see the album, though. I don't see it as just a, a selection of yeah, songs yeah, going yeah. one after each other. I see it more as like it's all sort of one big song and it yeah. just fits perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is obvious. They've died, they've done it like that. You know, they've clearly done it like that. But um, I think my f- oh, this is hard. Can I have two favorite songs? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll let you have it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I forgot the name. No, no, I haven't. Right. In Limbo. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Because it's just sort of two minute long. It's just a nice guitar line. I was going to say the guitar line. Nice yeah. Very jazzy yeah, as well. Just start. Kind of. Sorry. It reminds me of a bit of fusion as well. Yeah, riff, yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that because uh, the drums are quite like jazzy a little, like, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and the first track of Kid A. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it's, it's leaving me. <laughs> Brain, right, why boys. is it not working? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, you'll people will know the first track <laughs> of Kid. A. Surely, I should have. I should have wrote it down. But everything in its um, right place. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> My God, you remember more than me. That's not how it works. Yeah, I've been uh, studying this all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the props to you, man. To you. <laughs> I should have been doing the same. But, no, no. Uh, yeah. So yeah, everything in its right place because the time signature is really cool. Mm. It's ten eight. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, just the lyrics are really weird. And funnily enough, it talks about lemons. So I know I was just about to mention that. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- sucking on lemons, which is Tommy stuff. A bit weird. But I think that's probably going to be my favorite song for like going on the island because if there's well lemons on the island, mm. I think it will remind me that I'm very grateful that there are lemons on the island okay. and that I can have something to eat and. I was going to say suck on, but that's probably not the best thing to say, is it? <laughs> In the words of Tom York. <laughs> yeah. It's just like an image comes in my brain. Just, <laughs> you know, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> Deep, dark world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, yeah the that's... synth on that track as well, the unmistakably a Prophet 5. If you, for all you oh, synth yeah. nerds out there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so nice. I'm not sure what yeah, what Cynthia actually uses, but it's definitely textured. Like there's Profit probably five. Yeah, it's definitely layered to hell in a good way, you know. Yeah. Um and that's what I like about it. The motif just it is a motif that just goes through mm. all the way, you know, but it starts uh, there's a bit in it where it gradually gets a bit louder, starts yeah. to increase in volume, and then there's like samples of Tom York's voice are like messed up and stuff. Yeah, I really, really you know, like those. Yeah, the panning. I'm gonna have to mess with some of that. Oh, I do it, man. It's I, that's the thing with Flowers of Evil. Like in my um, second project, yeah. what we're doing a lot is sort of just, you know, I've been in a guitar band most of my life. I've always been in like guitar bands, rock mm. bands, stuff like that. Um, I've never sort of done other things, so it's really good for me to venture out and sort of learn the more electronic side of it. More, yeah, of the totally. Um, and it's so fun to do because. It's just an endless uh, stream, really. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love playing in rock bands. I love playing guitar. Don't get me wrong, obviously, you know. But 
I think it comes to a point where there's so many like there's, only, there's so many times you can create like a rock song differently, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. Um, and I'm not like a massive rock listener anyway. Really, it's weird. I play it, but I'm not. I don't go. And li- I don't really listen to all the rock music. I'm more of like a jazz guy. Um, I mean, evidence today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going back to today, yeah, it's definitely changed the the way I sort of thought about uh, like composing music. You know, Um, just it's so much emotion in there because I'm a bit of a theory nerd. Sort of studied the album, (laughs) like what sort of compositional aspects are in there, like the you know, like the harmonies, yeah, and all. It's it is weird in that. places, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it, so many like key modulation. His melodies are weird. Yeah. Timing, the rhythm. Obviously, the rhythms in that song are just well, the whole album are just insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so my weird reason of why I'd want to pick uh, everything in its right place is because obviously the title. You know, it's like a mantra, in it? It keeps saying everything in its right place, mm. which will remind me I'm in the right place. I'll sort of forget that I'm in a weird place. I'm on a weird island. I'll like slowly start to accept that I'm on this island. And secondly, it will remind me how grateful I am that there are lemons. Because he talks about sucking lemons. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that album. Yeah. Nice. So we're back on. Cool. So. What do we do first, book or luxury? Um, Your choice. Well, shout out to Shay and Matt, because I watch them. Um, <laughs> I think they started with book first, didn't they? Uh, I think so, yeah. What's that book? Nice. Okay. Now we're going to dive <clears> into <throat> the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prepared, mate. No one's prepared for this. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> Right, where do I start? I don't know. Um, so, what, what's the title of this book? <laughs> uh, this book is called Ethics by the one and only, the man himself, the G-star, Aristotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, where the hell do we start with this? It's Aristotle. Um, right, so I, I guess I'll start like with the basics, if there is any basics. Sure, sure. Yeah, so he's um, a Greek philosopher from like 2,500 years ago um, who was one of the pioneering philosophers who sort of started, you know, be, um, well, he's, he was, yeah, pioneers in Greek philosophy. Yeah. Uh, so he came, he made many books, you know, wrote, he didn't make, but he didn't write books, but he, he sort of, you know, he had lots of scriptures. Yeah, there. spoke. Yeah, yeah. Now, he got taught by another famous philosopher called Socrates, um, and he, him, and Plato, or Plato even, um, were heavily inspired by Socrates' writing. Uh, so, talking about <sighs> Jesus, <laughs> Pythagoreanism. Oh, I can't, I can't say it. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, we, we all know what you mean. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not even going yeah, to attempt to say it. Pythagoras. And his sort of stuff. So it goes all into like the sciences and all mm. that, which is, and it was, used to be called natural philosophy. Yeah. Anyway, the book that I have picked is Ethics. So he wrote a lot of scriptures about the way 
we should uh, acquire virtues. And he talks about the differences between virtues, which are like the good things, good qualities of a human being, yeah. and the vices, which are obviously the bad qualities of a human being. And sort of always strive for the good. Now, the reason why the book was made because it, well, a lot of it that he said are ethics of today socially you know social yeah. um acceptance and stuff like that um and just sort of like society in general is based primarily off well off ethics you know to a degree uh but in in, in simple man terms basically it sort of teaches you not teaches you shows you gives you some insight on how to sort of practice being a good person yeah it's like an old school self-help book basically yeah, pretty much find eudaimonia yes nice yes yeah. um and so- plus uh, go on oh no no Sorry. carry on no i was just saying uh it, it's again I've, I've probably picked something that's a bit hard to explain uh but i'm sure someone will understand even not even me um <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start with this? I mean, it's mad to think how relevant it is to today as well. You know, like you were saying, it was um, written 2,500 years ago, yet it still has the exact same, if not more, relevance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. The philosophy still stands. I mean, one one of his philosophies is that, like, the end, the all end is goodness. Like, the good... The eternal good. So, what what you strive for, that result at the end is always a good. Mm. So that's what he says. Is like when you get to an end of something, the point is the good. So whether you die or go to heaven or whatever that, right? Now, he talks about the virtues and how you can practice being virtuous. Yeah, and that's how you try and get to that eternal good. So say like I could give you a very very simple. Yeah, sure. Um, so, for example, if you wanted to share something, some, he, he because obviously two thousand five hundred years ago, he, he talks about like sharing cattle with people mm. and sharing your, you know, your house or whatever. But you could do it in very, very simple things. Where if so, someone you wanted to sh- you, you 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 were sharing something with someone, you know, if someone wanted to, someone was stuck, they needed some money, right? And this was a good friend of yours. Yeah you would give them a bit of money because they needed it because you're their friend. Or that's a, that's a virtuous thing to do in his eyes, is to be generous, but not over-generous, not over-giving and expecting something back, or not, not being tight, not being under-generous, let's yeah. say, and not giving them any money at all. And it's about the balance. of There's always an extreme on both sides. You can be too nice and be too bad. Yeah. That's what he's saying. So it's always about the balance. Now, the reason why I think I would ever bring it on an island, even though there's nothing else to be nice or bad to. I was thinking that. How does this link to the island? How's that there? For some reason, there is for some reason. Right, so in my head, I think it's... it's. I think you can practice it on yourself. Even though there's no one there, I think the best... Because you never know if you could get back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could always... Someone might find you on the island and take you back to um, reality. And I think, and it, you know, it might take forever. It might take 30 years, for example, you know. Um, 
you can sort of train yourself to be the best person you can be with that amount of time with no one there to distract you, yeah. to influence you in bad ways or good ways or whatever. Just, just you're on your own. You, you learn about it, learn how, what being a good person is and getting that experience of, and that knowledge and then, you know, bringing it over to the people and you might be a better person or you might not. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's just interesting to, um, to understand because you might not have, you might not ever go back to reality. You might not ever go back to society, but to me, it's probably the closest thing to um, having respect for people. Because you won't understand what respect is after 30 years because you've not seen anyone. True, you know? true, yeah. So I think if you just read about how you can be a good person, it's just sort of, I'm going a bit too deep. In <laughs> I think free, it's just I think it's just I, at the end of the day. I think it, to me, stuff reading about that and thinking about yeah, thinking yeah, thinking about thinking <laughs> is just entertaining. I just find it entertaining, and I find it interesting that I could have just come up with theories like I just did, you know, about mm. like how you can practice being a good person even though you're there. That you know, and I always think thoughts like that. It's just quite interesting. Some of them are stupid, but some <laughs> of them are really, you know, some of them are interesting. Like, oh, that's, that's really cool. That you know yeah um, so i think i just have it for entertainment because after a while you know being on an island is a, it might be a hard thing to find food but once you've got the systems once you've found the system of finding food finding you know warmth entertainment cleaning whatever i think there'll be a point where your brain is so like bored and it's not had deep thoughts it's just yeah. sort of running on instinct i think that book will sort of make me like put something back in my brain like yeah mm, that's really interesting you know make me think a bit more mm. in a different way um because it's a bit it's an hard book to read do you know what i mean it's it's not and the way it writes the sentences and stuff yeah obviously it's been translated into english so it's all a bit weird but yeah i think i'd read that just to sort of make my mind go <laughs> Best yeah. way of putting it, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mind go. And then you can go out with weird theories, can't you? And yeah, you into... could turn into your own philosopher. And... Yeah, exactly. You know, as soon as you get back, to... publish um, a book. You know. Yeah. Echo through and then, thousands of years I think, to come. And then I might even get put back on the island, and all it was all a waste of time. You know? <laughs> so that's the thing. I'm just interested in philosophy, and yeah. I think not really. That's the thing with novels and stuff. I've never. I can't. It's weird. I appreciate them. I have nothing against them. You know, they're great, and I think people who write them are cool. You know, massive imaginations. But I just can't. I read it, and I just it. It doesn't. I can watch a great film, or I read about like philosophy yeah. or stuff like that, or reading nonfiction books and stuff like that. I think that's where I get. Maybe if I listen to an audible. Book, that was a novel that would be cool but like physically reading it i don't know if i could do that for okay novel, so yeah, and you'd be like well, louis why didn't you just bring like a survival guide it's like yeah but then then that's cheating isn't it yeah, it's a bit, fun yeah. that? <laughs> like bringing an instruction manual it's like now nah, i want to find out for myself you know? mm. so um yeah that's that's the book and i might not even read after 
just get bored and <laughs> go for a something, you know. But it's just entertainment again. I think that's the most important thing is that you need humans crave for being entertained. Like the worst feeling is feeling right. Like yeah. well, one of you know, um, no one likes to be bored of something. And I don't. Th- I think, in my opinion, deep stuff like that is um, interesting for me to think about. You're never going to be bored with it. No, no, exactly. You know, um, and you know, maybe people will be bored of it, and that's fine. But mm. I think more than you, now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm way more smart, so obviously reading this book. I have no, the I, brains. I don't like that. Are you, have you ever like met people who like that? You know, just like oh, unfortunately, I'm smart. yeah. It's just yeah. like shut up. It's it awful. Yeah, that's why I don't. I don't read it for that. I just read it because it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my um my book, really. Cool. Could have said anything really, couldn't I? I could have said all sorts. Oh, we've had all sorts on the show. Have you had um oh what's it called? What's what are the magazines called where like you can't get it when you're eight? Oh yeah, I won't go there. I can't <laughs> I'll probably get that and just like use that every day as well. <laughs> and that's another form of entertainment, you know, playboy. <laughs> 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 That's one way of going about the island. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice. Hey, it's so. <laughs> so <laughs> moving on to your luxury. <laughs> well <laughs> after that I kinda don't want to know what you sp- <laughs> what you take it here. <laughs> but uh no. You know all those big plastic dolls? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say to myself, "Don't make this dirty, man. Make it a clean island, man." <laughs> You're polluting um... <laughs> it. You're polluting it. Yeah, in it. The no, ozone layer, um, man. Think about the ozone. Big... <laughs> yeah, definitely not a big dog. Definitely not. Um... <laughs> right. So yeah, for the um... for the luxury, I would say my guitar. Okay. Nice. I, I assume you, I think Matt said his guitar as well, and I agree with him. Like, it's as much as like it's my career and stuff. It is. Mm. It is like a a piece of wood with like metal strings on it. Yeah, a few metal bolts yeah. on it. You know, that makes the guitar sound terrible. Yeah, it but, does, um, doesn't it? That's not a way to market it. Imagine Fender releasing a new guitar. No, it's just a bit of wood I'm with some strings on it. Bender, don't even bother asking me to market your guitar because I just want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's a luxury because you can always come up with something. You know, it's like I assume you have that with drums. You, you know, you just like find things from it, don't yeah. you? Find a beat and you're like, oh, that sounds cool. And, and you play with it for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, exactly. And you get carried away with it. Yeah. And that's another thing. It, you, I remember like, you know, at practice and stuff with bands and you've been playing for like three hours, but it feels like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's weird. Like yeah, you're so, so involved. Odd. Yeah, you're so, so involved in playing um, and just sort of creating and just practicing or whatever you're doing. I think when you're on an island, you can also get like the visual aspect of it. You know, like, because I like to play outside of it on acoustic and stuff yeah. and I always get like a nice creative vibe because my environment's different um so i'd say guitar because 
there's endless things you can create. Like I said, you know, you don't you don't have to know about what you're playing. You just jam some and yeah. then you've made it. And you can make endless songs in weird ways, and you can make great music as again as an entertainment. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, uh, what guitar would you choose? Oh, that's a good question. Really good question. Ah. Uh, now, there's two ways of saying this. I could have, I could bring my Fender because my Les Paul I've had for, long, and I just don't really want anything to happen to that. Mm. But I guess I'd have no choice, really. Um, but then I have to bring an amp, wouldn't I? You know what I mean? Hmm. I didn't think of that actually. So you just, I'd either sound really quiet or just bring in <laughs> my acoustic. So I'd, I'd, I'd say out of all of my acoustic, you know, okay. because I, I tune my acoustic. I've, I've got like a list of like all the tunings that yeah. I've sort of discovered. Oh, obviously, some are quite, you know, famous. You know, a lot of people use them. Yeah. But I've just like made my own and sort of come up with like cool cards and stuff. And nice. I like doing that. Yeah, I spent hours just like finding weird tunings, and I'd probably bring my acoustic because it sounds way better on an acoustic than even like drop D on an electric guitar is cool and all, but I just think it sounds way better when you play like that full D major chord with yeah. the drop D acoustic. It just sounds it's a bit flabby on the guitar, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's flabby. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd, have, you'd have to be like Stevie Ray Vaughan and have thirteen gauge strings. Yeah. <laughs> I have eight. I have eight gauge strings. Like that's just not happening at all. <laughs> it's just. It's just. It's like string. It's yeah. Just not. Not. Happening. No tone. It's just. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just basic sound. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I bring my guitar. Because I don't know. I think it's. I'd miss music. I know I'd have like recorded music. The, the physical playing of music right? when I've not been on my guitar don't get me wrong I have a couple of days some, off sometimes but when you've been on holiday or whatever you have that urge to just go on your guitar and I just want to go I just want to go on my guitar yeah I'd miss that I'd miss, I really would miss that and yeah I might not be playing for a band I've still got it there you know I've still enjoy. that's why we play we enjoy playing yeah. music you know, everything else being in bands playing live and all that to me it comes after even though it's all great and it's important to do, you know. It's that initial it's, passion, it, isn't it? Like, Yeah. And I think when you go to an island, I think you've got to realise what, what's important for you. Mm. You know, obviously, food and survival and all that. But you're burning passion. And for me, that is, that is the guitar. And yeah, definitely. So that's, that's for me anyway. Nice. So I've, now I've got to ask the hard question. Oh, God. So... If Tom York sucks two of your albums <laughs> and you can only save, well, all, he sucks all of them. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Let me start that again. <laughs> so, take two of the hard question. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of the Spanish Inquisition sketch. Um, <laughs> so, if Tom York sucks two of your albums, which one will you save? Oh, um, I assume it's. I, th- I assume he's not like soap his own ass that he's going to suck his own. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, he's he's ruthless. He'll, he'll suck any albums that he can. Right, right, okay. Like a tornado. Um, it's Tommy Arkin, I guess. Yeah. 
Jesus. I think the one that I'd, I'd save. Oh, that's a really hard question. You can get rid of Kid A because it, I'm used to it. Okay. You know, it sounds weird. I've listened to it so much. I sort of know the songs in my head. Yeah. You know, whereas Bitches Brew. Um, oh, wow. That is an... Right. I think I would keep Zombie. Okay. Oh, that's a left turn. I thought you were going to go with Bitches Brew then. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, the reason why is because I can sort of deal with having. I know before it's like if the weirdness is there, I'll take it. But mm. I think if I got rid of music that makes me want to just jump up and dance, then I'd just be like depressed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be depressed on the island. You can you know, only take so like, much psychedelic trumpet. Yeah, like as much as I love it and stuff, it's like. <laughs> It doesn't want to make me just go up there and be happy and dance. Whereas, say, like, if you got rid of both zombie and bitches brew and it was just today, yeah. I'd probably just, like, cry every day, you know, <laughs> which isn't good no, either. No, that'd be awful. You know, you want to be strong on the island. Mm. So, yeah, zombie by Falakuti is definitely the one that I'd, I'd pick. Definitely. Nice. Definitely. Good choice. So, oh, well. That is your desert island journey. Thanks for coming on the show. Wow. Yeah, man. You too. Yeah. Have you got you're any, already uh... on this side, so... Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Have you got any <laughs> um, things you want to plug? Um, right, yeah, yeah. I could do. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go um, for it. Shameless plugs. So my second project, Flowers of Evil, are doing a... Well, we're making an album. You're sort of this we're making an album we're doing some demos doing a um collaboration with a girl called ambier make sure to follow her on instagram ambier official um follow our instagram flowers of evil um and personally i also have made um an instagram called guitar lessons louis which offers well i do little clips on it you know, like little short clips and then do like yeah. a slow version, which people get. But I'm also offering uh, lesson packages that are in the form of a slideshow that's tailored towards what they want to learn. For £10, it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad at all. Um, so, yeah, that's my shameless plugs, really. It's going on right now. Okay, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So, um, I think that's everything, man. Yeah, I think it is. Let's hope I survive this island. Yeah, I think you will with those choices. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no. not dolls, though. Oh, no. <laughs> and on that <laughs> note, <laughs> thanks for listening. See you in a bit. All right, adios. Well, I guess today's lesson is never trust a computer with your files because this was a very short episode. Short but sweet. Quite disappointing because we missed out on a really good talk about some jazz. I mean, that's either a good thing for some of you or the worst thing possible for others. But anyway, hopefully it won't happen again, and I'll see you for the next episode of Lemon Island Picks. <laughs>